Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler on the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah. Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Boss Offer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Joining you, this is Oilers Now. That song certainly seems uh, appropriate on a day like today, given the challenges that are happening uh, throughout the world right now. And uh, 
It's interesting. I, I I was in high school when that song came out, uh, Pride in the Name of Love by U2. There are people to this day that do not like Bono and U2, and, uh, but it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, so, some people thought it was originally based on Ronald Reagan's uh, version of Pride in the American uh, Military Power. Stephen uh, B. Oates had a book called Let the Trumpet Sound, A Life of Martin Luther King Jr., and a biography of Malcolm X, and he caused that uh, Bono pondered the different sides of the civil rights campaigns, the violent and the uh, non-violent. And I thought maybe, and I thought Brendan kind of sensed the same thing, that uh, that song seems very appropriate given what we witnessed all weekend. This show is called Oilers Now. Uh, We're going to have lots of hockey coming up. Uh, John Shannon will join us. Uh, Kevin Weeks is currently down in the States. Is the majority of you know that would listen to the show. Uh, Kevin is uh, African Canadian. We're going to talk to him about his experiences in hockey, and I think you're going to find some pretty interesting comments. But we're also going to get Kevin's thoughts as a former NHL goaltender on the goaltending matchup between Edmonton and Chicago. If we get back up and running, right now we seem a far way away from that. By the way, just to have a little bit of fun with you, see what you know, and you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Do you know which lead singer of a prominent mid-1980s band did backup vocals on that song, Pride in the Name of Love? Which prominent female lead singer did backing vocals on the recording of that song? Uh, We'll throw that out there in our Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. John Shannon, Kevin Weeks. Reed Wilkins uh, from Inside Sports. Uh, I don't know how heavy we'll get with Reed. We'll maybe have a little bit of fun in the final half hour of the show. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, you can reach us anytime on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780 River Cree is closed during the pandemic. They'll be back at, up and at them with over 1,350 slot machines and 40 table games when the province fully opens again. River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. And as I mentioned, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Uh, Brendan Escott is back in the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan, uh, it's a rarity that we don't start the show talking a bit about the challenges with the pandemic, but uh, let's face it, it got trumped this weekend. I don't know if that's the right phraseology, but certainly the number one, well, I'd say it's the water cooler topic, except nobody's working in offices right now. Some of you are out there working in offices. Uh, did you have your eyes glued on the TV all week long? Yeah, and somebody that studied, you know, breaking news and television, I mean, that was certainly captivating in and of itself. And, and, and the reasons why the demonstrations are going on also are, are a big draw. So that's, you know, finding as unbiased a coverage as I possibly could of, out of the American news stations became the goal of my weekend. And how did you find that? Impossible. <laughs> it's one way or the other. So in that instance, you'd better be keeping an eye on both as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's interesting. Eh? It's one way or the other. That's kind of we've become incredibly polarized. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's it's, it's certainly an interesting time. I'll be honest with you. Uh, we do not have uh, Fox uh, News 
in our, I believe in our, put it this way, we might have it, but I haven't found it yet in our television package. I'd have to get my daughter to, to figure, to show me out how to, how to find all the different uh, actual uh, stations we have access to. Um, CNN obviously had a, I think it's fair to say, a little bit of a slant. It's clear they're not the biggest supporters of the current uh, regime that's in power. Uh, I think most of the listeners to the show right now would say that there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, peaceful protest. And uh, I think there'd be a lot of empathy for even uh, some of the old hard-nosed Alberta guys I know out there to say, you know what, I I think that there's a realization that there's been some systemic challenges in North American society, and we all get that. Uh, That said, what ended up happening with some of the rioting and looting uh, was certainly, I think, for most of us out there, uh, uh, you know, excessive. So uh, they're at a, they're at a tough spot. How will it relate to? It could potentially relate, frankly, to professional sport as well. And uh, if and when we do get back up and running, and and we talk about the challenge that we've had with the pandemic in the uh, province of Alberta. Uh, wrapped up here in the month of May, sent out the numbers yesterday. Uh, Edmonton finished with 56 positive tests in 31 days. Uh, they had a jump of 12 on Saturday with some uh, reallocations to the Edmonton Health Zone. So 56 positive tests in the Edmonton Health Zone in a 31-day run and just one death. And, you know, it's going to make things... I know that today Pierre, or Pierre Trudeau... Uh, Justin Trudeau spoke uh, a bit about the challenges throughout North America and some of the protesting that's going on, all that kind of stuff. We still have an issue, obviously, with COVID-19 and the pandemic. Currently, Quebec, as an example, is sitting with 56.4% of the cases and 63.6% of the deaths. Alberta, which has tested at a rate uh, twice of that of BC per capita, has 7.7% of the cases in the country. By the way, Alberta's got 12% of the population's death, but Alberta's only got two... uh, Sorry, 12% of yeah, the population Alberta has, but they've only got 2% of the actual uh, deaths to take place. So we're not out of the woods with the pandemic. I think most of us realize that. Uh, I think a lot of you listening to the show would probably prefer, given what's happened in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and B.C., where less than uh, 7% of the country's uh, deaths have taken place, most would suggest in those markets that we should probably continue down the path of opening up. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that front, obviously, in terms of what the respective uh, governing bodies do at a provincial uh, basis. I know there was a very interesting piece written in McLean's that basically suggested that they should open up Alberta, B.C., Saskatchewan, and B.C. And I'm an Alberta guy. Uh, I'm cheering for everybody that's going through a different time, uh, difficult time right now. The, it's obviously affected the business, the Oilers Entertainment Group that uh, that I'm a part of as well. So uh, there's lots of challenging times out there, and empathy for everybody that's involved. All right, so. What does that mean about the potential pods? Well, again, we're not going to have any update for the next uh, three weeks. I know that uh, Kurt Levins and his nine thoughts on the Cult of Hockey website brought up the fact, you know, is the NHL waiting for Toronto to clear up? And, and to be honest with you, the death totals in Toronto are starting to drop here in, in Ontario over the course of the last week or so. And just to put things in perspective, Montreal had 2,927 deaths. Toronto is at 810 Calgary's at 104, 
Vancouver is at 86, and since the start of the pandemic, Edmonton is at 13. So that's the range and part of the challenge that we have across the country at this time. We asked you, uh, and you can text us on our Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Who sang backup vocals on Pride in the Name of Love? And uh, correct answers uh, banged out right We got some smart listeners. Uh, Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders. Did you know? I'm going to take you a trip down memory lane. You're going to laugh about this, uh, Mr. Escott, that in um, April of 1984, I was uh, part of a band that won a contest at Harry Ainley. Uh, what did they used to call that, where you pretended to be in a Anyways. Uh, an air band? An air band. I went out and... Uh, uh, may I add, without blackface, and went out as Michael Jackson and attempted to moonwalk. And uh, we had, it was a whole skit that was done. And then this girl named Lisa Duncan uh, went out and did Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders and kicked me off the stage, and everybody loved it. So uh, I don't know what made me think of that, but I always liked The Pretenders. They were, I thought they were a pretty good band back. Who was she married to? Chrissy Hine. She was married to a guy from, was it The Simple Minds? I don't know. Some would say that... Uh, uh, the host of the show uh, would fit that concept of the simple minds. Let's get the show back on the rail here. Uh, Glenn, the bartender, says, come on, Stoffer. Chrissy Hine of the Pretenders is the answer to your uh, trivia question. You know what? I think she uh, I think she might have gone as Chrissy Kerr uh, on the actual uh, track for Pride in the Name of Love as well. Uh, Jim from Spokane says, Bob, I'm excited for the Oilers playing Chicago. That means I'll probably get to see a game on TV here in the States. If they were playing the Jets or Flames, it might not get shown. Well, the first round, uh, theoretically, is going to be regional broadcasts. So I'm not sure what's going to happen, but Jim in Spokane, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, I don't got somebody dropping something off at the house here. Can you hear that? Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a time out. It's 1218. It's live radio, baby. Uh, 1218 at Edmonton. We're going to have some fun on today's show. We'll get a little bit serious at times, too. When we come back, we'll hear from Leon Dreisaitl and Elliot Freeman as uh, we go down the Oilers Audio Vault. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It is 1220 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers Now, 630 Chat, the play-by-play voice, the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. To the Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. We're going to start with Leon Dreisettle. He was on the show Friday. He had this to say on winning the Art Ross Trophy. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, obviously, uh, proud of myself and um, for, for being able to, to do that. But um, like I said many times before, um, you know, without great line mates, without great teammates, you know, you're um, you're not getting anywhere by yourself. So, um, you know, I'm obviously very thankful for for the guys on our, on our team that helped me, um, you know, get to this point. Dreisaitl added that uh, he and Connor McDavid, who have now won three of the last four scoring races, continue to push each other to improve. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, we have a very healthy uh, competition. Um, you know, he's obviously a guy that you can learn so much from um, some things that you are just not able to do like him. <laughs> but... Um, you know, there's little things that, that you learn from him, and, um, you know, he's he's one of the best in the world for a reason. So, 
Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to have that competition with him, but it's always healthy. And, um, you know, we push each other to, to become better players. And Dreisaitl added that uh, he thinks the Oilers have potential if we get back up and playing for a deep playoff run. Yeah, it would be awesome. I mean, definitely a little bit different, uh, obviously, with, with no fans in the stands and, and that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's, it's still the NHL playoffs, and um, I think we can all get up for that. So, um, yeah, just to, to feel that buzz around the city, you know, um, I think we all know how passionate Oilers fans are. So, um, yeah, we're all, we're all looking to, to do that again. All right, that's Leon Dreisettle. We're in the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We had Elliot Friedman on the show. Just in terms of getting back up, and from Elliot's perspective, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot says safety measures and the border are two big obstacles uh, for Canadian teams. Like, I, I have kind of a, a, a theory here, okay? Go for it. The fact that they announced yesterday, and that they, that, or they didn't announce it, it got out yesterday that training camps aren't going to begin before July 10th. That's phase three. What that says to me is that phase two, which is the non-mandatory phase, you know, teams can open up their, teams can open up their facilities. Players don't have to go to them. But they can, they can if they want. I'm wondering if that phase two is going to come in around June 21st. And why is June 21st a significant date? Because that's the next decision on the border. Right. And what that says to me is that they're going to wait one more deadline to see does the border open and see if Canada can be a part of it. There you go. That's Elliot Freeman. Again, we await the potential pod locations. To NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing. This show, Oilers Now, is in its ninth season on 630 Chet. Elite Promotional Marketing has been an advertiser on this show for all nine seasons. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, the NHL released a statement addressing the protests across the states and parts of Canada about racial inequality. Just going to read a quick excerpt here. Quote, the NHL stands with all those who are working to achieve a racially just society and against all those who perpetuate and uphold racism, hatred, bigotry, and violence. End quote. The New, uh, New York Jets, the Winnipeg Jets signed 2018 fifth rounder Declan Chisholm to a three-year entry-level deal today. That's worth just over 800000 per season. The 20-year-old just wrapped up his fourth year with the Peterborough Peets. The Flyers did the same with Linus Hogberg, their fifth rounder from 2016. He's been playing over in the SHL. The Rangers went the other way with defense project. Well, all project is maybe he, he a good a way project. to describe it, isn't it, Bob? Sean Day uh, once granted exceptional status into the OHL. He was placed on waivers for the purpose of a buyout after going in the third round back in 2014 to New York. He was splitting time in the American League and the East Coast League last season with the Maine Mariners. And finally, uh, maybe this name will ring a bell to you, Bob. Dr. Bruce Gordon was the voice of the University of Saskatchewan Huskies hockey program. I was going to save that for when Ray Wilkins was on the show. Keep going. He did pass away after nearly four decades behind the microphone doing either play-by-play or apparently there was some public address mixed in there. He was 58.
Yeah, he had done the public address at University of Saskatchewan Games since 1989. He had one of those clear, concise voices from God, uh, liked to sort of mimic Claude Mouton a bit, the longtime Canadian's public address announcer. Terrific guy, atypical for a media guy, completely devoid of ego. I know I communicated today with Darren Zeri, longtime uh, writer for the Star Phoenix. I was surprised, Brendan, you picked that up, but uh, he, I'll never forget when I, we went in there with the Golden Bears in 89-90. They had Walter and Wade Shutter, and he did it with the Mouton accent, and it was awesome. So he was – put it this way, Brennan. Uh, Bruce was the only public address announcer in the league when I did those games. I did them for 13 years that we made sure we taped a mic, our ambience mic, uh, to uh, his mic so that we could have the clarity of his sound because there were a lot of guys – that were, you know, frankly half-assed and didn't take it seriously and uh, weren't very good around the mic. He had great mic skills. All these years, I never knew he was a psychologist. So he passed away. He had some heart challenges uh, the last several years, Bruce Gordon, out of Saskatoon. And I always love going, like, I, I, I really like Saskatchewan as a province. I always like going into Saskatoon. The Bears and football had challenges winning there. The Bears and hockey had some uh you know, hellacious tilts against the uh, Huskies, but it was always a, a great time going where it mattered because the Brendan put it this way in the old Rutherford rink, which at one time was the oldest standing uh, free arena in uh, Canada, the games and the playoffs, if Alberta had to go there for a conference final, sometimes that happened. Usually it was at Claire Drake. You'd play all three games, best of three in one center uh, to save costs. They would be sold out at Rutherford rink before the pregame warmup. So you would be in there, and they'd be like, they, they said it. The joke was they used to say that it sat 666. It sat way more than that. But people would be completely, the arena would be completely full, and literally to the rafters uh, before uh, teams even hit the ice for the warm-up. Three quick other things I want to hit on the weekend. Uh, Saturday. May 30th, the team voted by the fans, the greatest team in NHL history, the 1985 Edmonton Oilers, 35th anniversary of them hammering the Philadelphia Flyers 8-3, Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. The Flyers playing like a team of the 70s, the Oilers mid-80s teams would have been capable of playing today. 1987, May 31st, awesome day. The Edmonton Oilers... Uh, Re, uh, redemption after uh, having the Steve Smith bank shot goal uh, killer hopes of a three-peat in 86. They come back, they beat the Flyers in Game 7. I personally think the 87 team and not the 85 team was the greatest team in, in Oilers history, and by virtue of the fans voting them the greatest team, the 85 team, I actually think the 87 team was better. They did not have Nielsen and Rotsalainen on the uh, 87 team. The Oilers just played against a, a, a hot goalie in Ron Hextall that extended the series. And today Today is Paul Coffey's birthday. Paul Coffey, in my mind, is the second most dynamic defenseman that's ever played in the NHL. Bobby Bobby Orr obviously wins, and he was the guy. That goes without saying. But uh, Paul Coffey, special guy, charismatic guy, skilled, and in the mid-1980s, those 85 and 87 teams, he was off the charts. Let's go to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, John Shannon coming up. Our NHL Insider, you're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.